Welcome to Amplifying Black Voices, a mini-series here on the Say It Loud podcast to celebrate Black History Month. I'm your host, Anthony Gatlin. So with it being Black History Month, I wanted to do something special here on the Say It Loud podcast. So I came up with the idea of starting this miniseries, Amplifying Black Voices. Um, it I really just wanted to give people like me um, a chance to come on here and share their experiences and give praise to some of our heroes, some of our black heroes that have inspired us uh, as kids, as teenagers, and uh, going into adulthood now. So yeah, I'm really excited about this. Um, this was a last minute kind of idea that just popped into my head after recording the episode you guys are about to hear. Um, I think it is, it's going to be a cool little experiment for me and kind of what, um, where I want to take the show and, you know, just give you guys a, a better understanding of the black experience. Um, all of us, even though we are individuals, we still share the same struggle and some kind of way you know having roadblock after roadblock having people tell you you can't do a certain you can't do this you can't do that and just growing up thinking that you are lesser of so for me to be able to have this platform and to have the people that I'm going to um, share with you all have them come on and share their experiences and their story it is exactly what this show is about what I am about, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to push. And I really hope you guys enjoy this, this, this mini, this mini series throughout the month of February, throughout Black History Month. So with that being said, this episode that you're about to hear actually was not supposed to be a part of this mini series, but I think that this person's story is something to be heard something to be shared and i figured it was the best way to kick off this mini series and if you can tell by the title or by the preview i i probably put out i'm actually don't think i have enough uh previews left on my like account thing to <laughs> to put out a preview like i usually do um so this person is not only one of my biggest heroes in life, one of my biggest influences in life, one of my lifelines, just someone who I don't know what I would do without their guidance, without them being present in my life. Just someone whose story, like I said, needs to be heard, needs to be heard, needs to be shared and needs to be um, appreciated. Because this person has has lived a life of a black woman. The full experience of a black woman. And the person I'm referring to is none other than my sister, Kayla Taylor. Um, like I said, she is, her story is definitely one to be uh, recognized. And I'm so happy that she was a part of this a part of this journey for me, a big part of why I started this podcast and a big part of, she's just a big part of who I am today and who I will uh, become down the road. Also, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, another two-parter. Oh, oh, let's hear it for the two-part episodes. Look, guys, I don't do short-ass episodes, all right? <laughs> like, you're not going to get that out of me. I, I believe that in order to know someone you have to let them and you have to hear and understand the entire story detail by detail. No shortcuts, no sugarcoat, no none of that bullshit. In order to know someone, you have to listen and hear their entire story. So y'all getting a two-parter. Yeah, oh yeah, AG, we love the two-part episodes. I know y'all do, I know y'all do, I know y'all do. But... Now, let me let me let me clarify something too. 
like I said, she this wasn't supposed to be a part of the the miniseries. So we did not really get a chance to talk about like our heroes or kind of like stuff that was that's referring that is referring to black history. We didn't get a chance to really talk about that. We kind of just talked about like us as kids and really just talked about her story. But like I said, her story is one to be heard and one to be praised and one to be shared. So here it is, part one of KT's episode here on the Say Aloud podcast here on the Amplifying Black Voices miniseries. My lovely sister, my rock, Kayla Taylor. I literally got to hold this like this. You the one who wanted to hold it the entire time. But I'm saying like you can't hear me from down here. No. I have to have it right here. Yes. That's not how the microphone works. Okay, but still, that's $100 for what? You should be able to hear me at least this far away. I shouldn't be... I'll be back Okay, for real. <laughs> Bro, come on. Don't just make sure you don't. You ain't gotta have it all in your mouth like this. You can just be right here. Can you hear me breathing? No. Oh, oh. <sighs> ass. Who? I know you be doing. I know you be. I know that's how you sleep. I know you be snoring. You look like you snore. No. Very much so. I be sleep. You look like you that'd snore. be honored. That be snore. You look like you. You look like you snore. I just snore like he he worked twelve jobs. Cause he a dog. That dog snore. No, he shouldn't. He sleep. He sleep. You shouldn't even be sleep. What you got? What you did today? That you tired for? No reason to be tired. Just tired. That's your dog. I'm tired of him. That's your dog. That's your nephew. That's not my nephew. Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, bro, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, gather around. I'm your host, Anthony Gatlin, and this is Say Aloud. We got a semi, semi-special semi episode here. Um, semi? Semi-special episode. What is semi? Before I get into that... Um, Everybody else special, I'm semi. Can I finish my intro? Before I get into my guest with me today, y'all can probably already tell who it is. Um, I want to give a shout out to y'all, of course, for supporting the show, obviously. Um, I will also, before we get started, want to recognize a few people that have uh, passed over some of our, our black heroes. We lost another one. Sissy Lee Tyson, um, a fantastic, fantastic actress. Actress, you might have seen her in some of Tyler Perry's movies. Uh, I think she was in Medea's Family Union. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And just uh, another black uh, hero of ours that we have lost. Um, we've been losing a lot of them recently, especially in the past year. Um, I know that. Maybe last week. Um, I think it was last week. We lost Hank Aaron. Famous baseball player. Larry King. Also, rest in peace to him. So, I just want to start off the episode with that. It's a lot of... 2021 is kind of starting off how 2020 started. A lot of death. Probably more death, in my opinion. Um, Rest in peace to Kobe. It's been a year since that. Another legend of ours, another black legend of ours. Yeah, I just wanted to pay my respects to them. They paved the way for us. They paved the way for me, you know, to be doing what I'm doing right now and uh, possibly take this to another level and carry on uh, the black legacy. So, yeah, rest in peace to them. They we miss for sure. All right, man, let's get into this episode. Sorry if that was loud. No, we got a special guest today, y'all. Um, I ain't gonna hold her. She, uh, one of my biggest influences in life for sure. One of my, um, one of my heroes. The person who 
uh started this kind of started this off got me started she got bought this very mic i'm speaking into right now she helped me come up with the name of the show bought me my first official made my first official piece piece of merch and helped me out with that uh that video that y'all saw if y'all follow the show on instagram which y'all should at say it loud pod follow the show on instagram if you saw that video i put up uh that little return video of mine it's my my camera woman yeah i don't know i don't know what to say after that just somebody i i admire in life and uh Happy to have on the show, man. Coach KT, KT, Kayla Jamie's Taylor, my sister. What's up? Hey. How hey. you doing? What's going on? Nice nice to finally be here. I, I wasn't asked. I had to ask to come on the show. I'm pretty sure everybody else uh, was invited. I was tired of waiting. I just said, hey, uh, I'm coming Sunday. Let me up in there. That's a lie. First of all. I asked one person to be, I asked two people to be on the show. Most people, well, three, actually. Most people asked me, like Chan and Skip, they asked me to come on the show. That's Cap. Um, I did ask Tari and Skip to be on the show with me, along with all of my other guests. <laughs> yeah. I was capping. Continue. Oh. So. I shouldn't have had head axe. I was but. in the works of. I was. It, you was going to be on here eventually. Mm-hmm. I was in the works of. I just wanted to get what I wanted to get out first. Okay. And then have you on. Mm-hmm. I got a way. I'm trying to. I got a way. I'm trying to do this. So. Well, it's very nice so far. I'm proud of Why you. you over here wearing my damn shirt? Boy, I've been here at this show for seven years about now. Still, it's the principle. You can't even fit it. I probably can. Goodness, great. Let's not show these people what that we really siblings. I don't want to. We we got to act like our ages, twenty four and twenty two. Anywho, thank y'all for uh tuning in. If you are, uh, I'm I'm I don't like the way my voice sounds. Um, I already know it's gonna be sounding like real like uh. Girl, you that. and everybody else. Uh, that's it's gonna sound so weird, but this Bro, happened look to at be me. here. Look at me. Your voice I'm still doing the same. it. No, it don't. Okay. You don't even be listening. That's the thing. Bro. Who? You. Who don't listen? You don't listen to it. You don't listen to the show. What did you talk? What's your about? favorite episode so far? I like them all. Name one. Name one thing I said on the podcast. My real favorite episode was with Mr. Murphy because he did get a lot of personal about like, granted, I mean, I wouldn't have thought I would have known Mr. Murphy business, but I really liked his episode. Um, I did watch the Chan and Skip one as well. I really liked that one. Um, I liked the episode that you did with that girl. I don't know her name. Nikki. Her. Shout out Nikki Glass. I like, I do listen to you, boy. So you ain't. You ain't like my top 10 albums of 2020. You didn't even listen to that. You probably didn't even listen to it. I probably did miss that one, but I, that don't mean I don't be listening. That's great. I'm just like, no, you listen. I hear you. And even if I don't watch it, I still be showing support. Even if I don't watch it, I still be showing support. That's true. But anywho, man, KT wanted to come up here. I don't know what she wanted to talk about. Um, I hope we can get into... Um, your little coaching, uh, Coach KT, fitness. Oh, where do you want to start at? I don't even. I ain't got nothing prepared. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, something that inspired me to talk about. Um, I'm reading. Well, I just ordered this book. I haven't read it yet, but I'm ordered this book. It's called Black Girls Must Die Exhausted. By and who? Don't put me on. Niggas don't even know the author. I don't. But I still bought the book and it's here. And um, basically it's, it's about a, a woman whose grandmother had actually told her that saying. And her grandmother is actually white. But the girl is a mixed race. And she's just going through a lot in her life. And trying to basically stay afloat and still portray this image of herself. 
as a black woman because a lot of be, people be like, oh, you're so strong. You're so this, you're so that. So she has to play that up when she really is not, you know, or feels that way. So I, I was exp- I was inspired by that because I feel like that sometimes. And yeah, that's what you want to talk about. There's a lot of stuff like we can talk about my trap fitness journey, which is very much so a journey. Because I haven't been able to, I did recently just drop one, probably about two weeks ago, where I did a um, a video. Basically, <clears throat> what trap fitness is is it's a it's a um, fitness it's a fitness like video type workouts that I put on my Instagram, and you know you you work out to the beats of songs or whatever, mostly like. Um, whatever the popular hits are out there. So I'll take those songs and make a workout to them. And many people like them. So, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I actually, we should we should actually start um, just like our childhood and growing up and stuff, you know. Because we, we, at first, me and KT, we, ne- we never used to get along. When we was kids, um, I don't know what it was. I really don't know what it was. Why we never got along as kids, but then as we got older, we started to actually build a, a bond with each other and come together, and really became like siblings for real. Because like, even though we obviously don't have the same like father, but. I'm not sitting, I'm not gonna call her my half sister. Like, no, that's that's my blood. Like, I I grew up with her. We done been through a lot, so we can talk about our childhood. Yeah, we can. We can. I mean, what you want to talk about? How you used to always be tattling, come back talking about some mama said. Girl, I don't. That's mom said. Girl, I'm like boy. First of all, I didn't give a damn what you was doing as a kid. You used to be antagonizing me. I used to be. I'm chill. You see, I'm chill. I don't never used to be doing nothing. You, you used to be picking on me. What I do? Go ahead. You remember when you stole them people's mail and ripped it up and got a <laughs> whoop? Tell me what. Hey, t- <laughs> <laughs> you no, don't never t- be doing nothing, but you got whooped for still. <laughs> he stole the neighbor's mail. I don't remember why. Ripped them people's mail up. <laughs> Wait, bro. Wait, no. Tell no. Look, listen. Tell me why I just told that story to somebody like two days ago. <laughs> I had just told that story to somebody like two days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was on Wednesday. And I had told my students that story, too. That's funny. That that I, That's the third time that story has come around. Some shit, something about to happen then. They're going to come back and like, they gonna, I'm going to run into them or something. You don't even remember them people. I don't even remember them. I don't remember them either. I but I do remember people. doing that. I don't know why. The, I didn't like them, though. They was they I was. I feel mean like something hell. happened. I feel like I remember like mama had must have gotten into it was dumb because i re- I remember like a argument or something between them and then you stole them people mail and, and, and ripped it i up. ripped that ripped that shit up and then i didn't like them mama, <laughs> mama <laughs> i got my ass beat i was outside now don't go calling child welfare because we okay now we ain't even kids no more right I'm- but I was outside <laughs> and the window was open. This is like the summertime. And I can hear him from the second story window being whooped. I'm outside <laughs> looking at the window. <laughs> Me and my friends, we outside playing. I just look up. Just so happy to hear Anthony up and there screaming because he was getting a whooping <laughs> for ripping them people meal up. And I was just like, mm. all right, girl, let's go ahead on and play uh, McDonald's. I don't know what the fuck it went over me that day. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how, how I don't even know how they found out because I did it when nobody was there. I don't know how <laughs> she found out about it. Mm. Or you want to talk about the time that we made up that song? We used to do a lot of me and KT low key. We used to be we used to do a lot of cool shit as kids. We used to be trendsetters low key. Period. I remember we had made up this song. I never forget this song. We used to have songs. We used to have handshakes. We made up this song. We was like, it go like, we can see a better place. And then Anthony, because we got eagle eyes. (laughs) (laughs) 
we would literally we used to just make up these and random the reason, ass the songs. only reason why i remember that's like we i don't know why but we never it was came because of uh that after no it was that after school church program we used to go to when, when they used on friday nights it was um i forgot what it was but like this the the like thing we used to do we used to go like this you remember that yeah you used to like i can't obviously nobody can see that but it w- it has something to do with an eagle. I don't remember that. That's but how I that's how I think we day, came up with it. One day we were singing it, and then I guess Don must have heard us, and uh, Don is um, our little sister's father, Anaya. My mama ex husband, and he, he. I was had, about to say something. <laughs> I was about to say some some race related. But <laughs> uh. We had he had said something to us like yeah I heard y'all song I said you heard us on the radio <laughs> we how Kayla we only had we only had a chorus Nigga, we, we didn't, didn't even have no have verses no lyric, we ain't had no verses that's that was it we could see a better place yeah because we got eagle eyes. eyes that was it <laughs> that was it we ain't had no we ain't had no beat to it no. we ain't had no we no. didn't even record it how we go no. how we gonna be on the radio I was like you heard us on the radio he said no I heard y'all from that same window that I heard anything get whooped out of he heard the song. So, we, we i was like oh okay oh mm-hmm. oh we used to we used to do a lot of shit though that that one ti song that we used to like a lot with the trumpets yeah i forgot what i forgot what song like, it was what song that is bro boy like we used to we used man, to do a lot of shit back in the day but back yeah. on ref key i just i had just rolled past there last weekend I don't know why I was over there. I had went up to um, Hawthorne. Lee still live over there. She probably do. I don't think so. I had went up to Hawthorne and just like had drove like that little um, you know they had those, they had those two entrances or whatever, and they had like the little U shaped one. I think they added on to that school because when we when we used to go out for recess, how we would go out that that one door. And you have to go down that hill and you have to go around the corner. I think there's another part of the building right there. Because that corner isn't there. Like, that uh, that hill that goes down there, it's not there anymore. I mean, I would think that they did. That have been, like, mm, 20 years ago. Like, literally. You got to talk into your mic, bro. You're not talking into the mic. Why are you holding it like that? Uh, can y'all hear me now? Yeah. But, um... Yeah, we used to we had a uh, we had handshakes. What else? I remember um, my grandmother. She used to date this man named William, and he, <laughs> he would come and pick us up and like just take us places. Like we went to that um, McDonald's that used to be on Darbo. We because we used That's to live we used to live on Ref Key over on the east side. So we lived up the hill from Darbo. We ain't live on Darbo now. No. But we lived up the hill from Darbo and he would come and get us and we would and Anthony would always get like the fish fillet sandwich and then Smack it. we would get um French McFlurry. fries and Oreo McFlurries and dip our um fries and Oreo McFlurries or whatever. And this man, how I became so infatuated um with nineties like hip hop and nineties like just everything movies all that was because of william he used to play that will song will smith song summertime and anthony and he we would all have our part william was will smith so he was seeing will smith and i was seeing i was the girl and i would be summer summer summertime and you know still hitting them vocals you know and then anthony would be the man that's in the beginning like drums please and then we were all like we he we literally rolled around hours singing that song like we had our roles like i miss will i don't know where he is to this day but i hope he is doing well and he had this van i I believe it was called betsy it was it was this big like being with the with a bed in the back like i don't know if he lived in his bed like i mean i I don't know if he lived in his van or nothing but like i remember that like we used to have so much fun like we used to do a lot of stuff bro we went to the movies with him yeah um, i think we went to go see chicken little i think yeah that's what i remember seeing that 
Like, he would do a lot for us, and he wasn't even our biological grandfather. True T, shoot, that's the only grandfather I ever knew. Don't do your, don't do him like that. Who? Jake Jonathan. Girl, Mr. Boo. boo. At a, at a time, though, he he was there for you at a time. Especially when you needed the most after your father passing away. Or no? Or am I wrong? You're wrong. I was I was the one. If you got to hit up... If you, in my opinion, parents and grandparents and, like, if you are a child and your grandfather, if you have to reach out to your grandfather and reach out to. Keep going. And if you have to reach out to, like, um, like, as a child, you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to reach out to family members and stuff like that only if you're not being able to like if you're being kept away from them and like whatever like that's a completely different story but like people had like ample 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 opportunities to always be in my life and they just weren't and you know that used to hurt my feelings like back in the day like when I was um like right after my dad died my dad died when I was 14 no I f- okay, so I met him in August 2009. So I was, what, like 11 going on 12, I believe. Or 10 yeah. going on 11. No, because I would have been, uh, I would have been 11. So 12 going on 13. Or Oh no, I would have I would have been oh no, I was ten at that time then. Okay, so I'm I would have I would have turned you know, eleven. The only reason why the age matter is because when I finally met my dad, I was only I was twelve and it was the it was it was um August of tw- uh, two thousand nine. And he died august of 2010 so we didn't even know each other a full year before he died we met i remember we met on the 22nd of august 2009 and he died august 15th 2010 he was murdered so we didn't even know each other a full year before he died so like during that time like i would hit him up and you know my mom would be like well you should ask him if he'll come out here to spend time with you or he'll if he'll come out here and uh like I play basketball if he'll come out here and see some of your games or whatever and at the time he said he was going through some like court stuff so he couldn't but it was always me making the effort me making the effort as years passed I did start to in a way kind of like resent him after his this is after his death I did like in the beginning I was real 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 sad and stuff like that because I felt like it was a missed opportunity but as I get older I kind of feel like it was his missed opportunity not necessarily my missed opportunity because I did try I was the one reaching out so I mean granted he can't you know make up for it now or anything like that it is what it is and maybe in the afterlife we'll be able to sit down and talk about it or whatever the case may be but as for now I got you know it is what it is so as far as my grandfather I was really close with my grand it was kind of the same thing me reaching out me reaching out me reaching out me wanting to go to Chicago and I have brothers on my dad's side as well so when I would go to Chicago for spring break and like winter break I was with them you feel me? And our grandfather, we would ask, like, can we go over to our granddad's house? Whatever. Woo, woo. And he'd come get us sometimes and we'd spend the weekend. But, like, mm. And actually, what's, what's kind of crazy was, after, like, my grandfather, he didn't come to my high school graduation or anything like that. We actually haven't talked in years. The last time I saw him was at my youngest, well, not my, my brother that, uh, is after you actually he you and him graduated i don't know which one no actually no because i think you graduated johnny and you graduated at the same time but jaru my brother jaru his graduation even though he didn't um 
No, we had to be in Johnny's. Like, yeah, basically, last time I saw my dad, my granddad was at my brother's graduation in 2017. That's the first time. That was the last time I saw him in person. But the last time I've spoken to him was, you know, I don't know. You feel me? Like, we just don't speak at all. And it ain't no hate. It ain't no, you know, I got to move on with my life. Like, uh, what was it? Like, in December, my dad's sister reached out to me. And I hadn't talked, man, it's been a lot of years since I talked to her because me and her, like, we didn't really talk like that. Like, once again, no hate, no nothing. It was just like, you know, those family members that you really don't speak to. It was kind of like one of those type of things. And I just never spoke to her in a while. And she hit me up and she was like crying. And she was just like, we shouldn't have to be like this and all this other stuff and I was kind of like be like what like what are you talking about she was just like okay I just feel like I should be in your life I should you know if you want to be in my life you got to make that effort because me like I'm not begging nobody to stay in my life no more facts I I shouldn't have to beg especially family members it's a different thing if it's like and I mean it's not a different things if it's like a friend or something like that but I'm not going out of my way to keep people here who don't want to be here you feel me like it's just that and so she called me and she was just like crying and just being very very much so dramatic and telling me how sorry she was and and all this other stuff and I'm just like you have nothing to apologize for I am okay I have done well I am doing well I'm gonna be well I'm gonna be all right you feel me so you have nothing to be sorry for we can move forward from here and just, you know, let the chips fall where they may. And if, if we lose contact again, we just do. And if we don't, we don't. And hey, you know, whatever. I hold no grudges with them people. You feel me? At all. I mean, do you feel that way about like your... I mean, no, yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't have any... Because um, here's the thing, like, with my... Like, my situation with my... Uh, I don't call him, I, I don't call Anthony um my dad or anything like that. I just refer to him as Anthony. Um so with Anthony, I don't like it took me a long time to like get over the fact that like um like I wasn't the problem. Like cuz for the for the longest time I thought like I had ruined uh like he don't love me and like I had ruined his life or like he don't he's not uh accepted me or, or proud of me or whatever i don't know like just the stuff that you think as a kid mm-hmm. like that when you don't have a parent in your life you feel like it's your fault that like you did something wrong basically so it took me a long time to get over the fact that like it wasn't it wasn't me that did anything it was him like he got a lot of uh he has a lot of stuff to to work on and he hasn't done that at all so but the thing that was different is it was it's it was Tiffany that held all of us together, me and my siblings on on that side. Uh, so that's why I I don't have any grudges towards anybody in my on on that side of the family except for for Anthony. And it's not even a grudge; it's just like you know, um, I don't need anything from him, so I don't have. I don't have a reason to reach out to him, but he's reached out to me multiple times. And with the passing of his sister, my auntie and his mother back to back in the same month, um, back in 2019, like I understand how that affect affected him. That that'll fuck anybody up. Like I, I feel for him. I, I sympathize with him, but at the same time for me, that's not enough. Like th- both of them passing away isn't just going to resolve everything between me and him because mm-hmm. it's not only what he did to me but it's also what he did to mama mm-hmm. like i hold that personally as well mm-hmm. so like it's it's a lot of it's a lot of making up too but i don't i don't hate him i just we haven't had that conversation yet and he's and i've and he's reached out to me like i said before like he's been like can i get your number this and that and then when my great grandma had passed away in december when i went down there boy it was weird <sighs> it was weird bro i didn't talk to him i ain't even i ain't say what's up to him i ain't even i ain't do nothing 
And that's crazy because you look just like him. I do not look like that man. Yes, Stop. Yes, you do. Caleb, no, look at no, look at him, look at Jada, and then look at Alexis, and then look at me. I don't look nothing like them three. Those three look alike. I do not look anything like him. That's what I be saying when people say I look like mama. I don't think I look like mama. Everybody say me and her is twins. I don't see it. I don't look anything like either one of my parents. You look like your daddy, but with mama no, complexion. No, I don't. No, That's I don't. what I feel like. Kayla, but I, I, mean, I do not look like that man. Single parent love was all we ever had. So, it ain't, you know, we were loved. Very much so. What was I? But I was, I was saying that to just be like, to for him to reach out to me i haven't responded back to him at all because he's not he's not ready to have that conversation with me because i've heard the conversations he had with my siblings and all that and it's just been like uh like so we good this and that whatever woo woo right. no boy i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you about yourself right and you not it you whether you like it or not i'm gonna tell you about yourself and if it hurt that's on you bro the truth hurt he don't want to talk to me, bro, because I'm going to really get into him. Because I, I, I got some shit. Like, he's caused me a lot of trauma. And that's what my, when I used to go to therapy, the, like, three therapy sessions I went to, <laughs> um, I was talking to my therapist about, like, him and stuff and just how much, like, um, my therapist would tell me, like, I tend to, no matter, and trauma doesn't have to be, like, some, like super huge thing it could be something very small and minute still as well but my therapist was telling me like i tend to um downplay a lot of the trauma that's happened in my life whether it's big or small it doesn't matter like she uh she she said that mama was a trauma to me too but not like in a negative way but just like seeing her have to struggle and be a single parent and like watching that and having to see her struggle like obviously that will fuck any kid up and then yeah bro but um yeah i ain't got no resentment towards nobody on that side of the family i love my brothers and sisters over there um Mm -hmm. they they my ride or dies alex alex anthony amari jada alexis even ahmad bro like even though he 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 doing what he doing right now and i hope that life turn around for him um i still love him to death and i don't want nothing to happen to him but all my siblings over there i love him to death bro but yeah and i you know like i was saying before like single parent love was all we ever known you feel me we don't know (laughs) mommy used to say this to us like i remember she'd be like Mama used to say to us all the time, like, you ain't got to have it so close. I'm your, I'm your, I'm your mama. I'm your daddy. I'm your grandma. I'm your cousin. Like she used to say, like, basically, in, 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 and she was, she was our mama, our daddy, our grandma, our cousin. Like that's who she was, especially when we moved, when we first moved up here, when we moved to Wisconsin, a lot of people don't know that mama moved, she moved two kids at the age of 19, 20 years old to madison wisconsin from chicago illinois and when we got here we lived in the salvation army for a few we used months to be on the street she used to like we used to she said she would sleep on a bus stop at some points and just have us in the stroller like and obviously we don't remember that right, but, I, but i remember i remember the salvation army i, I don't have, i don't remember the salvation army i have very uh like sometimes I get a gl- especially when I ride past it, like a like I wouldn't say like a vision, but like a a memory will pop in my head, and I'll be like, oh my god! And it's like something that I've never really thought about before. And I'm like, oh my god, I remember that. I remember woo woo, but I remember living in the Salvation Army, and then we mo- we moved to Truex from there. And when we lived on Truex, we lived there for a few a few years, or I want to say a year or two, and then we moved to Ref Key. From Ref Key, we moved to Cross Plains. You know, so my mama is strong as hell. Shout out Aisha. You feel me to have two kids at a very, very young age and be out here grinding and getting it. Like. Yeah, she used to do it all, bro. Still doing it all. And I'm glad as hell that she allowed me to live in this place 
basically rent free even though i still throw her a couple dollars for sure but like when i had went away for school like i had i had a lot of resentment actually like going to going to college because i was just like damn my mama back in wisconsin like still trying to figure it out as well and she calling me asking me if i got some money to give her i'm like bro i ain't really got nothing like that like i didn't work while i was in college and like I just, but I just felt a lot of resentment because I feel like I could have been at home, like working, helping her out. But also, I wanted to pursue my education, of course. So then, so then, when I graduate and I get a job, like I can, and I get a good job or something like that to help provide for her. Obviously, I dropped out of college, but like that don't mean I'm still not helping. Like me and her literally work at the same, we work at the same school, do the same job. Like I be. I've realized this about myself. <laughs> I be holding it. I'm very um I'm very possessive and I hold like I take things like very personally no yeah, matter like and it too. doesn't even have anything like if it has nothing to do with me directly. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody I know or obviously like with mama like I take it personally because yeah. that's somebody I care about. But like the possessive thing it's mostly got to do with with women but it's not like i'm no look 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 no it's not like i'm you know how I'm like women no you know how some you dudes, girls out here stop no you know how some dudes be like um like when a girl break up with them or they stop fucking with a girl or whatever they still act like the girl is theirs or some shit you be doing and, that no i don't do that uh, i don't like <clears throat> i'm not out here like texting like oh you still mine isn't it woo i seen that nigga on you whatever i'm not doing that that's toxic that's toxic that's toxic I'm not doing shit like that, but I'd be like, I'd be like looking, I'd be like, damn, that could be me. But then I'm also like, you know what? I'm happy for her because right. I'm, I'm definitely not the person she needs her in her life. I, That's for damn sure. I've been told I'm toxic. You is toxic. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Dog. No, I don't, I, I don't think I'm toxic. I think I'm the same way. I, I take things personally. But I, yeah, I, I remember, do take a lot of things personally. And the first person to ever tell me that was mary and i took that personally (laughs) and she she was like kayla you know you gotta stop taking things so personally and i never understood what she meant like what you mean like if some if i i'm one of them people where i believe what people say like i because your word is bond so if a person tells me like hey um it could be something so little like oh um i'm finna go to the store you know I'll be back in, in like 20 minutes. You feel me? And it take you an hour and a half. I'm saying, okay, so you said you was about to be back in 20 minutes. Where else you go? Look at dude. Like, yeah. like yeah. I'm just, now that's not really a good example, but like I take things personally <laughs> when like, people what, say, bro? like if somebody tell me that, for example, somebody telling me that I'm toxic without knowing my story based off of who told you that a simple a simple who said not, to see not you? a simple but like off of off of something you feel me off off of off of a situation you feel me i wouldn't say it was, it was one situation because it's been multiple but i'm just saying it for a person to call me toxic or say the things that i do is toxic without knowing like my background where i've been through where i'm coming from you feel me so it's not in I took it personal. I took it like because I know my story. So I took it like so you're judging me. So you so you think you know everything even though they don't know shit about me. They don't know they they know what I tell them. You feel me? You know the that little bit I give. You don't know nothing you don't know the know nothing about me to call me toxic. So I guess that's what I mean. That's what I, that's an example of um what Mary said, don't take things so personal. And I and I take things very personally. And I believe everything somebody says to me. Like, I really do. I'm not gullible. Like, I'm not stupid. But if you say you care you take about it me. With a, with a grain exactly. Of if you say you if you if you say you care about me, I believe. Nowadays, like, I mean, no. I would say I used to. I used to. Be Nowadays, I don't believe nothing. Nobody said you got to show me more than you. words don't mean nothing. And now I, I and like, that's how I used to be when I, I used to take things. So. 
Like I used to take everything somebody say as their bond because you you telling me the truth. But now it's like I I got to see action with that. Like anybody can say they care about you. Anybody can say they they for you or whatever the case. Maybe you got to start showing me. And how True. you show me is completely different than than other people. I don't know. No, I feel you on that. Cause got cause back to back to Anthony. Like when he was in jail and he would be sending me like letters and stuff. And jail like, talking, y'all know I was yeah, there no, too. Jail, he was jail talking he was me jail, too. He, was he talked a good game. He like, yeah, I pumped some. I'm be like, oh yeah. yeah I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I used to call Anthony, um, my daddy. I used to call Anthony my daddy because that's weird. Uh, he was around. So, as a young age, I remember I only have this. That's the thing, because he, I had, so, I don't have the same experience as you, because you met your father when you was 12, right, for the first time. I mean, I had seen him here and there ever since I was a little boy, up until the time he went to jail, and still now. So, I know of him. I know, like, the type of person he is and shit like that. And when I say I met my daddy at 12, I, that's, that's the, that's, I'm saying that I, that's the first time I remember meeting him like knowing him seeing him yeah i have a memory of him i don't know how old i was but i remember he he was taking me like somewhere we went down to his apartment and he had asked me he was like who your daddy and i was like anthony (laughs) that's what i remember like and that's like oh and i and then from there like his his girlfriend who well his i would say yeah his girlfriend who was my other like um brothers johnny johnny jaru and Jaden's mom um she was there at the time and she was like yes girl i remember that and he was so mad he called your mom and he was so mad at her and it was like i remember like that that was like a a faint memory so my dad has been in my life at a young young age but like at the age that I actually remember, like I could know him on the street, see, spot that man on the street, um, was twelve when I actually can say I remember, you know. But mm-mm. what was we talking about? I don't even know what we was talking about. We were talking about you being toxic, I think. No, you was finna say something about something. You saying something about your daddy? Uh, just how he. Oh, um. Because you, how you, you said how when people, like if somebody tells you something, you'll believe it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was making a connection of when he was in jail and he would just talk, whatever. And then he, he got out and it was the same shit. Like he just wasn't around and stuff like that. And he was just making false promises and stuff. So that's why I have a, a problem with what people tell me. So I got, like you said, you got to see action. Mm-hmm. Like, I got, I'm the same way. Um, and I mean, a lot of my, um, a lot of my trauma and problems like have not only affected me, but it's also affected like relationships and stuff with, with girls and stuff. Cause I just haven't, I haven't seen a, uh, a accurate picture of what, a loving relationship is supposed to be because obviously my parents were never together uh naya <clears throat> don and my mama got married it was not the best they it, they got divorced she ended up with rich that fell through and then with who i don't even know remember dude name that I was about to kill okay, that don't night. Be, don't even be uh, telling my mama business on here, though. I'm not. No, I'm not. And it's it's not her fault, though. No, I'm just. I know what you're saying. Like you ain't had, you ain't seen her. I'm just. Sh- I'm just painting the picture. I'm just painting the picture. Oh. And I'm not also. I'm not gonna blame like all my relationship faults on that because I also could have. <laughs> I I'm not blaming mama, but I can definitely say that I. Um, took a lot of stuff that she did and i do it in my like relationships and i ain't proud of it at all like you know how what was it what was that christmas we was on downstairs with mama or whatever and she was talking but when she was talking so like like i don't even know how to explain you know how like she'd be talking when she'd be like 
I don't even know. Like, like talking, like, I don't know how to explain. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so mom will be talking hard, basically. Like, like aggressive? Yes. Like, sometimes she'll talk aggressive and you'll think that she's mad. Like, okay, chill out. And she's like, I'm not mad. Oh, I'm yeah. just talking. Yeah. So I talk like that. I I like I'll be talking about something and I, all of a sudden I'm I'm going into it and I'm just like and I'm talking like and people think that I'm mad or like I'm being mad aggressive and it's like no like it's no I'm just very passionate about what I'm talking about right now. I'm not like very I don't know how to explain it. But that's basically one of the things that I inherited from her. Another thing is um just the way I talk to people, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, mama has like just seen like things in her like re- past relationships and how she talks to people. She'll let you know I don't need you. You know, I'm 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 good without you. No bap. And I'm I'm quick to say uh, I'm good. You know, I, I can do better by myself. You feel me? I don't need you. I don't need woo woo woo. So I do that as well, where it's like, you don't want to be here and you don't got to be here. I'm not going to force you to stay. Uh, the door's that way. I'll come lock, the, lock it after you, you know. You know, I'm I, I'm that type of person, too, where I'll let a person know quickly that you're not needed. And. I don't think I'm that same way. It's it's not the best way to act. And I'm definitely trying. I am trying to work on it. But also. It's kind of like when you take me there, don't be afraid. I mean, you you can't, you know, I'm not responsible for how I react when you bring me there, but you are actually responsible for how you react. Yeah. And you need to take responsibility. You need to take a- accountability for that. And I have been taking accountability for how I act. Not maybe not the way people want me to, but hell, I am who I am. You if you made up a depiction of me or who you thought I was, that's your fault. I've only been able to show you who I really am. This is what I, this is what you get. You feel me? And I'm a work in progress. This, I will not be this person next year. You know, everybody is in their season. I've been in this season for a little bit too long and I'm trying to get into a new season of being a new person, but that takes time. But if you look back a couple seasons ago, we talking about 2015. That's a different Kayla than 2021. Boy, let me tell you. And I'm proud of that. People don't give me my credit. You done did a lot of growth, and that's that's one thing I that I'm a I I uh admire about you. You gotta you can you done came a long way, bro, from who you used to be to now, man. If y'all know KT, y'all know. The, but it's 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 a it's a powerful growth and like a powerful story. Like it's nothing that. Like what you who you used to be in the past is nothing to be ashamed about because again all all the shit you done been through as as a kid growing up until then that's that just played into it and so now you done did the work and you done experienced a lot of stuff in life that you are a strong independent black woman doing your thing with trap fitness trying to get your trying to realize your goal and your reach your dreams and stuff like that so that's that's why I admire you because you done came. I done seen it firsthand too. Like to be able to watch you grow into the person you are now is what makes me uh, continue to to grow and work on myself. I just want to know, like, how you looking up to me when I look up to you? Girl, get out of here! <laughs> no, for real. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, for real. Like, also for real stuff. Like, Anthony, what you, you looking up to? I ain't done, bro. I have done nothing at all. I dropped out of college. Boy, you is my father figure. For real. You gonna how you gonna do Antonio like that? Antonio and my daddy. He was supposed Rafa to be Antonio? my he was supposed to be my father in law. <laughs> okay. But he ain't my daddy. Nah. Like no, Missy Antonio Missy Antonio's that dude. Like for real, for real. Like that dude. For that's, real. That's 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 my uh, He he got a lot of sure. kids too, so he is somebody daddy. Like he got a lot of kids. <laughs> Lord. But for real, like Missy Antonio that but I'm talking about like even before I knew Antonio, you feel me? I remember, like, okay, so I'm gonna ask you this: How did you feel when I moved out? Which time? Boy, no, I'm talking <laughs> about for real, for real. Like, no, because no, no, I'm gonna tell you this story, when you had y'all. Tobias. <laughs> First of all, Mary Debit helped me get a car. 
Uh, I was working. So in 2015, I was a senior in high school. 2014, 2015. That was my, my senior year. So, oh, what was it? It was in February, I want to say. I, had, I think it was February. I had got a car because uh, a person who used to be like a um, a customer at Crossroads Coffee House that I used to work at, she was letting Mary know like, hey, I'm um, selling it. I'm like getting rid of this car, da, da, da. And Mary let her know that, hey, you know, Kay was looking for a car. Woo, woo. So basically, I ended up getting a free car. It was a 20. No, let me stop lying. It was a 1997 saturn uh wagon thing it had a little hump on the back it wasn't like one of them it wasn't it was a it was a saturn i want to say it was like a what do they call them um station station wagon wagon. like it was that it was that and it was burgundy red it was a hoopty let me tell you something about I, i named that car tobias you feel me and me and tobias was in them streets okay like i like I would go, I would drive to school. My mama, let me tell you something. Me and my mama had a very much so toxic relationship when I was in high school to the point where, like, I, I remember I came home with the car and I was 18. I had turned 18 in September, so I was 18. In my head, I'm grown. You can't tell me nothing. So I got this car. You feel me? She didn't know. I don't think she knew that I was getting the car because me and her really didn't talk like that. And I didn't need to, I didn't felt the need to tell her because I'm grown in my head. That's what I'm saying. I'm grown. You feel me? So I got the car. Mary gave me the car, and we signed the deed. I had a deed, you know, on all on it. And I pull up to the house, and I'm like, "Ma, I just got a car." Woo woo woo. And she just looking at me. I'm. I tried to get her the spare key. She said, "I don't want that." Oh, so you don't want a spare key to my car? Just in case one day I might have to call you and be like, "Uh, I'm locked out my car." Okay, hater. You feel me? That's how I was feeling it. And then she told Anthony that he couldn't ride in the car with me. Mind you, we both in high school. We go to the same high school. Anthony still had to take the bus, and I and I drove to and I drove to school. She told him he couldn't get in the car with me. I don't know what <laughs> like, I was like, like what? that didn't make Why no sense. Why he couldn't get in the, like? She was real like serious about. She was mad because basically she felt like I went behind her back. And in my head, I'm thinking like this was gifted to me. Like it was like somebody saw that I'm a hard worker. I'm a great student. Da da da. And they wanted to to give me something, and they did. Like what are you talking about? So yeah. So basically, I remember uh one one day me and my friends was like walking down the hallway and uh we was them girls back then we ran middleton high school okay so i remember a girl and another girl was getting into an argument and they was actually about to fist fight and i had jumped in front of it and i'm just like y'all like do that after school like don't do that now because you're gonna get suspended do, do you do y'all hear the language what? do that after school you still want you, you can get just it. been like babe you won't have no because sometimes i don't i'm not an advocate for violence but i do believe in sometimes you do need to put your hands on people to really let like <laughs> to to get like make, like get it through people's head like hey i'm not nothing to play with you feel me so i told them like hey do that after school still That's get crazy. your education i was still for education so i said girls let's not fight stop now. stop Good stop. Let's get this, you know, get your education. So (laughs) I didn't really say it like that. I was just like, y'all, just fight after school. Like, do not fight now because they will suspend y'all. Trying to put them up on game. And they (laughs) what like I was like at the time I didn't have no beef with them girls. So that one girl was like, Yeah, you right. I'll just wait. Woo woo woo. And then the other girl was like, Yeah, you right too. But she was kind of giving me a little bit pushback. She was kind of giving me attitude and i ain't you know i'm one of them people like girl first of all i'm queen b i'm queen kt everybody know me in these streets you know i get down with the get down so don't don't do that and i remember we were walking down the hallway and the teachers were already like the deans and stuff were already alerted about this fight so they were already out and about in the hallway and she was one of them girls who would get tough when security aka deans and in hall monitors is what we used to call them was around so she was one of them girls and she got tough with me when they came around and then it was be this be that bitch you ain't gonna do shit so i swung (laughs) on her 
Wait, <laughs> that don't make no sense. This this is what I don't understand about women. Because you was trying to break up the fight, right? Correct. Yes, I was and trying to help. I wasn't trying to get into no fights. That that's what I don't understand about women. Like why why I feel well, I might get ripped up for this, but I feel like women tend to escalate things to the point where they don't need to get to. Like you said, you was trying to break up the fight, so there really was no. No, like, I don't this, where her. this girl in this this girl in particular, she was just one of them people who was is and still to this day very much so scary she need an audience to get hyped she needs a crowd to feel like she can be able to talk bad to you and talk like she about that life she needs she needs a crowd to feel okay. com- that makes her feel comfortable so i I'm swung off of her though. and Mi- mr murphy was right there so he took the lick Instead of yeah, her, did tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hit Mr. Murphy not on or not on not on a uh, purpose. It was an accident. But let me tell y'all how heavy-handed I am. I didn't even feel that hit. He felt it all. He said his neck was messed up because I hit him in the neck, and I did not try to hit Mr. Murphy. He just jumped in the way to say that girl. I wish he wouldn't have had. I wish she would have took the lick like she was supposed to. But I ended up getting suspended. And I told Michaela, I was like, can I come stay with you? Because I already know when I get home, it's going down. And she was like, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> because I was a senior and I had a car, they was like, okay, you're 18, so you can leave. So I went home. I started packing my stuff. Next thing you know, I feel my mama pull up. She like, oh, so this what we do. I don't remember what we were saying verbatim, but I was already packing my clothes when she had pulled up. So she just was like, what did you do? I'm like, I already know I'm leaving. And she was like, oh, so this what you want to do? You think you grown? And I'm just like, I'm leaving. You know, I'm not even going to argue with you. Da 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 da. And I was putting my, she was like, Kayla, so this is what you're going to do? Like you go to school to, to learn. You don't go to school to fight. And then da da And I'm just like, girl, I'm leaving. You steady trying to fight. I'm leaving. So I left and I left for about a month and a half and I stayed with my friend Michaela and I lived with her family and I still went to school, still, you know, did the shemang and then me and mama talked and then I finally went back home, but I was only home for two weeks because I was still thinking that I was grown. When I was at Michaela's house, I was at Michaela's house, but I was spending the night at my boyfriend's house. Like I would go. Wait, who? I was spending the night at my boyfriend's house. Who's your boyfriend at that time? I was spending the night at my boyfriend's house. Okay? Who who My boyfriend. Who was that? My boyfriend. I was spending the night at my boyfriend's house. Niggas don't tell you nothing. And, uh, yeah. And I would get up and I would go to school. And I I even used to, like, spend the weekends there and get up and go to Crossroads and still do my shifts because I needed that money. You feel me? I was still working. So I had came when I came back, I was only home for two weeks. And I remember me and her had gotten into it right before I was about to go to work. And I, what happened was I was at my boyfriend's house the night before and I ended up falling asleep over there. And mom was like, oh, you think you grown? Oh, you think you grown? So she that was the time she the first time I left. OK, she liked the claim that I got kicked out twice. I was already packing when you pulled up, boo. This time I did get kicked out. She kicked me out. And I told her, don't come to my graduation because she wasn't invited. <laughs> I was, It was all that, you know, and I went and I lived with like I, I house hopped for a little bit. Um, and this was still my senior year. I had not even graduated yet. You know, this was still senior year. I didn't year. know what the fuck was going on. So I just know KT wasn't at the house. Yeah, I, I was house hopping. You feel me? I was one. I, I do remember I, I do remember I called you one time just to be like like where you was at and like check up on you just like i'm good just know that i was like okay and i just took your word for it i, I started to t- <laughs> i started to because t- i remember when you called i started to tell you that i was living inside the tobias on the side of the road <laughs> so then mama let me come home because i was house hopping boy i was i was living with mary for two weeks uh and then finally i had ended up moving with my boyfriend and his family and then we ended up moving to tennessee uh after i graduated and life happened in tennessee that's that was yeah, life. that was a grind that were grind that's why i learned that i wasn't as grown as i thought i was like because here you didn't i didn't have to pay no bills so i had all this money and i thought i was rich y'all i had a few thousands in my in my bank account 
and when you in high school and you have over a thousand like thousands with an s on the end of that because i had been working for four years so ever since i was a freshman in high school hell damn near the, the, Nigga, the I should have took tips from you because I I ain't never had n- over. I've had a thousand dollars of my bank account, but I've never had. I ain't never had like multiple thousands. Boy, this is when I ain't had no bill. I ain't. Even but I'm just, I'm still saying I'm now. still saying like even after high school, I did not have thousands in my bank account. Cause you was like to to buy fucking beats and. I didn't. I never bought beats. You did buy beats. I bought then, those used beats right. from Cream that were like seventy five dollars. That was it. You still bought them. Seventy five dollars, um, and they got stolen. Yeah, and I had. Ooh, I didn't tell that school up about them beats. But anyways, um, when I moved to Tennessee, life, as I knew it, definitely changed, and I wasn't as grown as I thought I was, and like a lot of shit just just happened like what was your initial question i had asked you how did you feel when i left oh yeah uh do you want me to answer now you want to finish go ahead because i'm going into tennessee next and that is where we will end part one of kayla's episode here on the premiere of the amplifying black voices mini series you guys got to see kind of the uh beginning um of my sister and who she is as a person and hear a little bit more about us as kids and her throughout high school. And, uh, I think part two is where you guys will really start to see and you got, well, you'll start to hear, you know, some of the struggles that she had post high school and how it made her into the woman she is today. So I'm, uh, very grateful for you guys listening to this first part. Part two is a banger these are always it's always it's always a banger episode here on the say aloud pod so with that being said again appreciate you guys listening part two will be out very very soon um yeah i'm out peace (laughs) 